don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, it was a bit of a tale of two markets today. That might be overstating it a little bit, but it really was tech leading the way, everything else following, and a few down areas as well. Uh, really a bifurcated market as we had two of our major indexes positive and the two with less tech holdings in them, you could say, the Dow and Russell 2000 finishing lower on the day. But overall, a good day today on the back of NVIDIA earnings yesterday as the stock was up 24% today, hitting an all-time high. And while that sounds impressive, you really got to put it into some context because what may even be more impressive than the 24% gain is that this breaks the record now for the largest one-day gain in market cap in U.S. stock market history with a, a gain of $200 billion in market cap for NVIDIA from yesterday to today. Just an unbelievable level of gains and goes perfectly with our theme here. Semis lead the market, or semis lead tech and tech leads the market. We certainly saw a lot of that today. And right on cue, similar to our theme that from that we've been talking about really a lot over the last two weeks of a rising tide lifts all boats, the semiconductor names as a group were really up big today too. AMD up over 11%, hitting a 52-week high. Marvel Technologies, another semiconductor name, was up 7.5% today and then after the closed reported earnings with a beat there as well, the stock up is, is up another 13% plus in after hours trading right now as well. So again, as a group, the semis did well. Uh, the semiconductor ETF up a massive 8.6% today from that group. Uh, let's see here. That is another 52-week high from SMH as well. And while we own the three-time leverage ETF, SOXL here, we've talked about that a lot. It, it was up over 19% on the day-to-day. -day. You know that we love to trade leverage ETFs. Uh, so, hey, we'll take missing a 4% difference here, give or take, on owning SOXL versus owning NVIDIA because we want exposure to the whole group here, just as I mentioned on Marvel and AMD. Now, Intel, I'll get to that here in a little bit, different story there. But as a whole, we really like the semiconductors, and so we want exposure to the whole group, not just to one name, although NVIDIA does make up 15% of the semiconductor portfolio uh, for, for the ETF. But we'll really see how handy the strategy comes in tomorrow because we have all the other names up big as well again like marvels should have another good day tomorrow on the backs of this these earnings um and so if nvidia were to take a pause we still have exposure to the names that are going up and if nvidia for some reason or the other ones amd were, were to fall significantly well it limits our exposure to the downside as well so that's one huge thing that we love about uh etfs as a whole here of course, we would, would have loved to own NVIDIA overnight, uh, but hey, we'll take 19, 19 and a half percent gains today on that as well. 
but it wasn't only the semis. So semis are leading. What did tech do today? Tech names were up big as well. You had Meta hitting a 52-week high today. Apple, not up huge, but getting back close to that 52-week high level as well. Microsoft hit a 52-week high. Google up over 2%. So again here, a rising tide lifts all boats. And when the semis are leading, tech, tech is leading the market. And in our view, the rest of the market will follow from here. That remains our theme overall. And the point here is to really kind of drive this home last, last little point on this and then we'll move on. But living in a world of quantitative easing changes the game completely. This is not your father's stock market. This is not your grandfather's stock market anymore. It hasn't been since the beginning of quantitative easing beginning in Japan over 20 years ago now, brought here into the US as well, and now has been spread all over the world. In this funny money world of quantitative easing, QE, innovation and tech lead the way. This is why Kathy Wood, you know, has been so right really about this innovation theme. Yeah, she might've missed it a year in there, and she apparently sold NVIDIA closer to the bottom as well. So certainly not perfect, but she has the theme right of innovation and innovation is a deflationary pressure as well. Innovation makes things cheaper. And so that, that doesn't mean that we don't want to own other sectors. We're very bullish on some other sectors here as well. But when tech isn't leading, that's a major red flag. And so in this world of funny money and QE, when, uh, I'm sorry, in this funny money world, tech leads to the upside as well as the downside. So if tech isn't participating, then that raises some red flags about that market. But when tech is leading, you do not want to be short because it does lead to the upside and the downside. And we think that will continue to be the case here. So that being said, let's take a look at our market action on the day. As you would expect, the NASDAQ led the way, up 1.7% to 12,698. And I'll also point out here, the NASDAQ 100 hit another 52 week high here as well. So really good to see. Next up, the S&P 500 up 0.88% today uh, to 4,151. Next up, the Dow Jones tried to get positive a few times today, really pretty much flat. Uh, that's why I kind of hesitated on the bifurcated market comment earlier, uh, or the tail of two markets, excuse me. Uh, really flat day, down one-tenth of 1% 1 or 35 points to 32,764. And back to Intel that I mentioned earlier. That's partially due to Intel. I'm not sure uh, exactly how much. I think there's some bigger weightings there, but down 5.5% and really why Intel has not been replaced with NVIDIA in the Dow makes little sense. Intel's been losing business left and right. Uh, you know, Apple no longer uses their chips. That's a big red flag there when Apple is moving on. Now they're developing their own chips. Uh, so you can make that argument that it wasn't Intel's fault, but their technology just, you know, from what we hear doesn't really keep up with when you talk about companies like NVIDIA. And NVIDIA is the largest chip maker out there. So why it's not, you know, we'll see. Uh, but the Dow today did briefly 
cross below its 200 day moving average. And I want to point that out just from a technical point of view, it was able to close back above it. But the way that we look at it here with the VRA investing system, a, a quick move below the 200 day moving average is not a huge violation. It's something we pay attention to. Yes, but we would need to see five to seven trading days below that level before we say it's a huge red flag. We had a month, almost a month in March where the Dow was below the 200 day moving average. It would not have been a time to go short the Dow then. Um, <clears throat> but the same thing applies to the upside as well. You know, last year we were looking at the market uh, and the VRA investing system is 70% fundamental, 30% technical. Uh, so you see how the weighting works there and why I say that it's not a huge part of, you know, that one factor there is not a huge part of the system. And so you can kind of get some false flags from it. So we like to use that five to seven trading day. And the same applies to the upside. A one day move above the 200 day moving average is not enough to say that, hey, let's get along this market. We want to see it get there and hold above it before we really begin to make decisions there. Obviously, we want to see better technicals from here. But when tech is leading, not much more matters. Than that. On the positive note, though, from the Dow, is the transports did get a nice rally today, up 1.4%. If you heard Kip's interview yesterday on Fox Business, uh, that's one group that we really want to see getting going here. Both uh, <clears throat> the transports and the small caps. So let's take a look at the small caps, which were our laggard on the day, down seven tenths of one percent for the Russell 2000 to 1,754. So that is a group we want to see start playing some catch up here as well. And we think that they will. Looking at our internals on the day, this was our weak spot on the day. We've talked about it a lot that, you know, it has been maybe 10 stocks really leading the way. And I'm just going to recap this here again, because the, the gains from these 10 stocks are just incredible and goes back to the rising tide lifts all boats. So here are a few. Microsoft up 49%, not including today's gains from the October lows of last year, roughly the last seven months, the average in there. Amazon up 43%, Meta up 182%, Alphabet up 48%, and uh, I mean, <laughs> NVIDIA, again, almost a trillion dollar company here, up roughly 250% from that time after today's move. Tesla up big as well, 88%. Uh, I'm sorry, NVIDIA, let's see, I might have read that number wrong there. Um, where we closed today, I mean, yeah, it's really close to, to, to a 200% plus move there. Uh, so obviously, we want to see the rest of the market start to follow. Uh, but again, we think that, that it will from here. So let's take a look at our internals. Another area we want to see some improvement, declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks. A uh, little better than 2 to 1 negative on the NYSE and just right at 2 to 1 negative for the NASDAQ. 52-week highs and lows, not pretty either. NASDAQ snapped its winning streak here this week. Today, coming in with a combined NYSE and NASDAQ, 107 stocks hitting 52-week lows to 339 stocks hitting, excuse me, vice versa, 100 so 107 stocks hitting 52-week highs to 339 stocks hitting 52-week lows, so roughly 3 to 1 negative on the day. And lastly here, volume, similar story, roughly 2 to 1 negative for the NYSE. Uh, slightly better on the NASDAQ though. 
Next up here, taking a look at our sectors, we finished with five out of our 11 sectors higher on the day. Tech, obviously, leading the way today. Again, 52-week high there. Uh, not only from the NASDAQ 100, but the technology ETF as well. We were followed there by communication services, which is a lot of tech names. Uh, not quite back to that 52-week high. Not far from it at all, though. Uh, next up, industrials, real estate, and the financials. Our laggards on the day were energy, utilities, and healthcare. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, a little more red on the screen here, gold now down 1.17% to 1,941. Next up, silver down 1.7% to $22.84 an ounce. Copper now higher on the day by 8 tenths of 1% to $3.57 a pound. Let me get one quick refresh here. Um, yeah, rally, copper rallying off that multi-month load that we saw yesterday. Uh, you know, a lot of people refer to copper as Dr. Copper. We do want to see copper participating in this as well from here. And then lastly, oil down 3.4%. Makes sense why energy was our laggard on the day to $71.81 a barrel. Finally for today, Bitcoin now up three-tenths of 1% at 26451 Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.